the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Disciples Pathway Ministries. Welcome to Disciples Pathway Ministries, a mobile ministry with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Disciples Pathway Ministry is a mobile ministry advancing the kingdom of God so that no one is left behind when Jesus Christ, our King of Kings, returns for his great church. The Lord is good to those that wait for him, to the souls who seek him. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He also hears their cry and saves them. With my whole heart I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. Let us pray. Father God, how we praise you and thank you for your tender mercies, for your loving kindness today, for your grace that is more than sufficient. Hallelujah. Jehovah Jireh, our provider, we call upon you because we know that you are a God that gives us the desires of our heart, a God that loves us each and every day. Lord, we thank you for this day today, for this is a day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be there with glad in it. Father, thank you that you keep our steps steady according to your promises and let no iniquity take dominion over us, Father. Lord, thank you that you say blessed is the ones who listen to you, watching daily for the, at the gates, hallelujah, waiting beside the doors, Father God. Lord, we praise you and we thank you for our hunger, Lord God, a hunger and a steadfast love for your word, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that our prayers are heard by you, Lord God, and your ears are attentive to our supplications, Father God. You are God that sees your children world without end, a God that cares for us, Father God, when we don't even know how to care for ourselves or one another. Thank you, Jehovah. Thank you, Elohim, our creator, for keeping us and making us to be all that you would have of us to be each and every day, Lord God. Lord, so many things are going on all around us, but your word tells us that we can be of good cheer, Father God, for you have overcome them all, Father God. You came that we may have life and that we may have it that more abundantly. We thank you, Lord God, that you even care about the desires of our hearts, Lord God, and you, even you, Lord God, place your desires within us, Lord God. Oh, Father, thank you for your steadfast love. Thank you for your tender mercies. Thank you for your grace abound. Thank you for the healing of your hands, Lord God, and the healing of our lands, Father God. Those of us that are called by your name, that we would truly humble ourselves before you and turn from our wicked ways, that our land would be healed, Lord God, and that you would answer us according to your word, Lord God. You're so grateful, Lord God. You're a gracious God, long-suffering slow to anger hallelujah and lord we're so thankful that you are god that is patient with us lord god many times we fall off lord god and it takes a takes us a little time to get back into a right standing lord god but your hands are always stretched out towards us and for that lord we say thank you we praise you we glorify you we magnify your name hallelujah for your name alone is worthy to be praised and worthy to be glorified father we thank you that you will hear our prayers and supplications today and all that is said and ministered today will be acceptable in your sight, Father God. And that it will be a blessing to the hearers and to the doers thereby, Father God. Lord, we praise you and we magnify you. Use us as arrows in your hands today that we may speak as we ought to speak, Father God. In the mighty, matchless name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, as it is written, so let it be done. Man shall not live by bread alone. 
but by every word that proceeded out of her mouth to God. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Good afternoon, family. We are glad to be here today. We pray that all is well. Everyone is having a glorious, beautiful, wonderful, awesome Sunday afternoon. We're going to pick up where we left off at with godly desires as it pertains to a Christian lifestyle. Today I'm going to be reading a little bit from uh, Psalms 145, verses 15 to 21. And then we're going to talk about a little bit more about how to cultivate those godly desires. And it reads, The eyes of all wait upon thee, and thou givest them their meat in due season. Thou openest thy hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and holy in all his works. The Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon him, to all that call upon him in truth. He will fulfill the desires of them that fear him. He also will hear their cry and will save them. The Lord preserveth all them that love him, but all the wicked will he destroy. My mouth shall speak the praise of the Lord and let all flesh bless his holy name forever and ever in Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. Good afternoon, wonderful son of God. Good afternoon, mother. Good afternoon, family. Such a blessing to be here amen. talking about the desire and, and God's desire for us and yeah. what we ought to desire from him and, and things of that nature. And, you know, we got rolling last week about uh, desire and we, you know, defined it and we began to understand that. God put his desire right in the midst of the garden that the word desire and the, fi- and, and the word fire are very close in alignment and, and what they mean. And we see that God literally set his fire right in the midst of the garden yes. to do to do a work to accomplish his will. And, you know, just as you read over in Psalms 145, God not only wants his his desire to reign supreme but he wants to fulfill yours amen he's desire he's desiring yours and so we left off last week by talking about um the alignment of fire yes you know that we that he has a desire for us we ought to have a desire for him but we have desires just point blank period Mm -hmm. so how do we get these fires to align themselves because when a fire meets another fire, they don't oppose one another. They don't push back and forth saying, I'm going to burn brighter or I'm going to burn greater. They automatically come together because of their nature. Yeah. And so how do we get our fires to align with the fire that he set in the beginning for our lives? And so, again, like I said, a fire that meets another fire, they, they don't war against one another. They just simply join one another to uh, accomplish their will. You know, due to their due to their like nature, mm. uh, the nature of a fire is is just one. It, the nature of a fire is going to again consume all of its territory and all those things in surrounding areas and surrounding parts. Right. And so we must understand the nature of a fire. Understand understanding what a fire needs to continue to burn. Yeah, and so. We got to look into the combustion chart or otherwise known as the fire triangle. The three necessary components for the life of a fire is one being heat. Heat is produced by matter. Matter is made up of atoms and molecules and things of this nature. And pretty much these things move against one another, creating friction. Yes. Thus creating heat. Number two, a fire needs oxygen. Okay. 
This is just the life supporting component of air, what we all need to live. Mm. Number three, it needs fuel. Uh, these are materials such as coal, gas, or oil that is burned to produce heat or power, or in the verb form of fuel, is just supply or power. Okay? So, heat, oxygen, and fuel. So, again, the word for man, ab, in the Hebrew, one of the definitions is fire. Not only did God place man or his fire in the garden, but he supplied him yeah. or the fire for what it needs to keep burning. Yeah. Let's go to Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground. Mm. Let me stop there. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground. So God, literally everything else God created, he spoke. But with us, he took us in his hand and made us. He formed us. Amen. So right there, we see a rubbing together, a friction, a heat. (laughs) Stay with me, family. And breathe into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living being. Well, there's our oxygen supply. His very living word, his very spirit inside of us. Okay. And then we're going to skip down to verse 9 in Genesis chapter 2. And out of the ground, the Lord God made every tree grow that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. There's our fuel. (laughs) So there's our heat, there's our oxygen, and there's our fuel. God put everything in place so that man can continue to burn and carry out God's will and God's purpose for his life. Amen. And these things, and, and like we said early on in the last podcast, that godly desires simply means that having godly desires means we must always long for, hope for, and express our wishes for God's and his ways. Anything that we have a desire for, when we place that thing before God, because he ultimately he's the one that put the, the desires within us. You understand? But when the good desires, those things that are edifying, those things that are going to make a difference nine times or more like ten times out of ten in the lives of others because God is in the multiplying business. He's still in the let my people go business. It wasn't just about, you know, going to talk to Pharaoh about one or two people. It was about a, a, a whole host of people. So what we came to know is that having godly desires means we must always long for, hope for, and express the wishes of God and his ways. And, and, and why are godly desires important? We went over the reasons to lead us into our purpose and destiny, to enable us to live holy and righteous, to connect us to the power, which is what Minister Dion is ministering now, the power, the ability to get the results, hallelujah, of that desired thing as it is pleasing to God. Uh, they bring us into the blessings of God. Godly desires brings us into the blessings of God. In, in other words, into a, a habitat, into a, a lifestyle of knowing and trusting God to come through. Hallelujah. It also brings us to the protection and the safety of God. And that would be like, they can say, you know, he who dwells in the secret place, you know, of the most high shall abide under the shadows of the almighty. That's Psalms 91. We have a safe haven with God. And it's not too many places uh, that we can land softly in this world that are safe for us. Trouble is on every side. Then it brings us into spiritual maturity, you know, to, to long for the word as a baby would long for milk, you know, then it enables us. And you guys can go back to the uh, podcast and listen to, to this again i don't expect you to get it all right now 
but it's really good food for thought. It, it, godly desires also enable us to have a what? A personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And that's, that, that's imperative, family. To receive anything from God, you have to have a relationship, a personal relationship. A personal means you are intentional. You are intentional about your moves with God. You are intentional about your time with God. You are intentional in, in your prayer life. Because then that leads us to how, how do Minister Robin, Minister Dion, how do I cultivate a godly desire? You understand? The first thing is just studying, studying and applying God's word. It's Amen. important to, it's to study the Bible that you could never... We can never really overemphasize studying the word of God. That's who he is. He say in the beginning was the word and the word was God and words with God. So how are you going to get to know him is through his word, not third and second hand information all the time. That's good to hear preachers preach, ministers, ministers, but it's good to taste him for yourself. The second thing is praying, praying. It is said that prayer is, is a believer's vital breath. Prayer is a believer's vital breath. God uses prayer to transform our hearts. And conform our will to His. Look at that family. Amen. Isn't that awesome? He, that's our that's our love language with God. Our prayer tongue. And then it says about fasting. You know, remember Jesus say something. Lord, why we couldn't cast out these devils? He say some things come by what prayer and fasting. Fasting is another thing. Fasting is this thing that helps us helps brings us to God as the center of our focus. We bring in God. We we tuning out the world's clatter and the noise and, and, and the distraction, and we bring God to the center of our focus, causing us to lay aside those. things things that distracts us and we know this world is full of distraction and then a godly company a godly company according to corinthians first corinthians 15 and 33 that tells us not to be fooled by bad corruption and and, and good character he said no matter how much we read the bible pray and fast being around ungodly company will will stifle our progress causing us to what take one step forward and 10 steps back so we it must you must be intentional about even the company that you keep. You heard me. So this ain't no overnight process, but it's a process indeed, and it and it'll work if you work it. If edifying, you know, edifying ourselves with with, with God's books and music and videos. In other words, making it a, a a a lifestyle to praise and to worship. He said he's seeking those who will who will worship him in what spirit and in truth. Amen. You know, and folks may say, oh, you overly churchy, you too churchy. Well, I don't mean call a whole lot. Of Things less than that. Let's you be need, very clear. You need fuel for the fire. You need fuel for the fire. And we tell y'all all the time. We tell y'all all the time. Prayer is the key. That, uh, but praise is the key that opens the door. Prayer knocks on the door. But the praise opens the door. And your worship brings it to pass as God would have it to be such as it is. We must take time, family. The moral of this story in the cultivating aspect. We must take time daily to keep our desires in check and make sure they are always toward the right things. When we do this, transformation is certain. Amen. He say we we not to be conformed but to be transformed. We're transformers family. And you see yourself as being transformed daily as you walk this thing out with God. Oh, he, it gets good and good a family. Know that it's not in vain when you draw close to him and he say he'll draw close to you. Glory to God. Then you could begin to step before the throne of grace with boldness, with assurance, and with a confidence, with a fire that's burning inside of you via Holy Spirit that's clothed inside of you. It's like fire shut up in your bones, you heard me? And then you can begin to see the manifestation, the results of your prayer life, the results of your power, laying hands on the sick, decreeing a thing and seeing it come to pass, praying over your children, and they sitting next to you in a radio station, ministering the word of God when you thought they weren't even paying attention, you had to pop up. 
going to come to <laughs> God is a good God. I'm talking about manifestation, family. Amen. Manifestation Amen. of his blessing. Your existence, family, is not a happenstance. You were not brought on this earth as a mm. coincidence, nor was it an accident. God mm. was intentional about the fire he set when yes. he set you on high, yes. according to Psalms 91. That's his word. To rule and to reign. When when he created you, he committed an act of arson. Look at that. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Down, <laughs> when, he commi- when he created you, he committed an act of arson. Yeah. Arson is... It's, arson is an intentional fire yeah. that is set. Listen to the word. Our son. What it sound like to you, mom? What it sound like to me? Hmm. Our son. Go back to Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Then yes. God said, let yes. us. Let us. Hallelujah. Make man in our <laughs> image. Image. Our According son. to our likeness. Yes. Our yes. son. Yes. Our son. So you were a commitment. You were a commit of arson family. God has purposely lit you ablaze to serve Mm -hmm. and to fulfill and to carry out his His purpose through all of eternity. You belong to him, family. Yes. And so let's review Mm. and let's put this in order. Position, purpose, and passion. Understand that God positions you, family. To the people, places, and things, your family, to your work, to your relationships. If it's not a person, place, a thing that is, result, is resulting in your growth, as you just said, surround yourself yes. with godly relationships and godly things. If it's not contributing to your growth, you probably put yourself there and you have need to repent, meaning to yes. turn or reposition yourself toward him yes. so that he may replace or reposition you. Lay it aside. <laughs> That's another message. There it is. Purpose. Understand that purpose is a process. It's an undergoing. It's an unveiling. And it's a releasing. The garden had its process. Things had, God has to speak things into existence. The, the birds had to take flight into the heavens. The fish navigate the seas. When you, in the garden, the, the vegetation had to take its place and take root. It was a process. Yes. So when you're asking, what's my purpose and what's my purpose? Don't expect for the answer to just be given unto you right then and there. It's a undergoing of a process in order to help, in order for him to reveal, because he's a God of revelation, to reveal his yes. purpose unto you. Amen. And understand, passion is the necessity to keep going. It's necessary to keep going. You have to keep the fire burning. Passion and fire burns no matter what the circumstances are. This is why the word in James comes to mind where it speaks of the benefits of long suffering. Rejoice in trial and tribulation, he says, because it's in these things that his will is going to be accomplished, that he's going to build you and foundation you and set you in a place. Again, God did this in Eden. Where he positioned Eden, he planted it eastward. Where he purposed Eden, caused the caused the things and the vegetation to come out. Then he put his passion. He put a man in there to till the ground. He took his heavenly kingdom and put it right here on earth, yes. that it may that it may have dominion and accomplish his will, his desire, or his passion, or his fire, family. So God was very intentional in what he did. But hold up, there's a snake in the garden, though. Satan know. is always in opposition. Here's a here's a fun <laughs> fact on snakes. They're ectothermic creatures, which means they need heat from their environment to live. Look at that. So Satan has his own desires, i.e. hell's fire. Mm-hmm. 
here are the components of Satan's fire, family. Listen to me closely. Again, a fire needs heat, oxygen, fuel, heat, the causing of strife, putting one against another, yes. causing friction, yes. confusion, oxygen. He must take and pervert and twist the word of God because this is the very oxygen that we need to breathe, the very word that it takes for us to survive. But he has to, t- he got to take it, pervert it, and twist it like he did in the garden. You, not, you shall not surely die. Yeah. God just don't want you to know what he know. He did it to Jesus. Cast yourself off this mountain. Yeah. Shall the angels bear you up? Mm. Mm. So he himself Funny. even needs the word of God yes. <laughs> to yes. accomplish his will and to keep his fire burning. Then fuel. Yeah. What's Satan's fuel? Jesus died on that cross. Mm-hmm. And what did he go down to do? Mm-hmm. To snatch the power the of death, mm-hmm. hell, and the grave. Yeah. This is his fuel. Death, hell, and the grave. That's why he's trying to hold us captive with death, hell, and mm-hmm. the grave. Uh, con- condemned with death, hell, and the grave. Looking back at our past, looking back at our mistakes, looking back at our shortcomings with death, hell, and the grave. We must be careful and be aware of where our fire is burning because there are two fires that are nearby. There's the the fire of the spirit, and then there's the fire and the desire of the flesh. As we read over in Galatians, so I say, walk by the spirit and you will mm. not gratify the desires of the flesh family. Yeah. And so, again, as my mother was reiterating to you guys, you have to surround yourself mm-hmm. with the things of God. You have to submerge, saturate yourself mm-hmm. with the things of God. Yeah. You have to pursue. You have to trust God with your yes. Every day you have to say yes unto yeah. your will. Yes unto your way. Yeah. Yes unto your direction. Yes unto your law, your statutes, your ordinance. Yes unto your name. Yes, Lord. And so family. Hallelujah. We're not just bringing this to you, family, just to just to preach you happy or uh, 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 tell you something, uh, tell you something good, tickle your, tickle your ears or shade your eyes, family. We're telling you the truth. Yes. Because at the end of it all, God is a consuming fire. The Bible says. Consuming fire. He's a consuming fire. That yeah. means all that, consuming. That means all others will be subdued. Yes. All others will be subdued, including you, death. Hell and the grave, and what the serpent of old has tried to do. Mm-hmm. So, family, all we're telling you is to fixate yourself, yeah. turn yourself, direct your eyes. The Bible says, Look unto the hills from which cometh your help, yeah. position your heart before Him. Mm-hmm. You've been burning on your own long enough. And as we talked about a fire in the past message, if a fire wrongly placed can consume a whole house, a fire set in the bedroom, a fire set in the bathroom, a, f- a fire set in the living place, uh, uh, in the living room, a fire set in the wrong place can consume the whole house and family. Aren't you tired of setting the fire in the wrong place, yeah. going after the wrong relationships, yeah. falling into the wrong opportunities, mm-hmm. money and finances all messed up and here, there and everywhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. God does not desire for us to live like this. Yeah. We have to align our fire to meet his fire. Amen, amen. That he may reign, that the kingdom may reign. It's not about you. It's not about us. 
We said one thing about purpose. Your purpose, your God-given purpose is always going to have something to do with somebody else. Amen. Amen. And the kingdom agenda is that his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And rallying people in. And family, we're here to give you an opportunity. If you have not aligned your fire, if you have not set the proper fire in allowing Jesus Christ to come in as your Lord and Savior, here we are to offer an invitation unto you. And if you want to do so, please repeat this prayer after me. Lord, I am a sinner in need of a Savior. I believe you hung, bled, And died in my place. You. The son of God. Then rose. And is now seated at the right hand of the father. Lord Jesus you are welcomed. In this place of my heart. May your spirit never depart. Receive me as I receive you this day. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Family welcome. Disciple Pathway Ministries. We love you. And until next time. One voice I speak life. Thanks for listening to Disciples Pathway Ministries with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Thanks for your prayers and for your gifts to his great work of God. For booking and requests for services, look up Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. That's Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.